What if treatment programs for healthcare professionals included choice at the direction at the direction of the treatment? So if they included choice about the the model of, of, of treatment that you went into, some of the counseling adjuncts that could be offered or that could you could uh, include or say no, I choose I choose this option instead. For example, what if you wanted to do if you want if you were more interested in uh, the smart recovery model versus doing a AA 12 step peer support group, or you wanted to do something that was cognitive behavioral therapy based or rational emotive behavioral therapy or art therapy, and you could tailor it as opposed to kind of, as we've talked about getting bounced around with, without a lot of option or choice, depending on who your uh, addictions physician is, depending on what facility you go to, who your employer is. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would think that there would be nothing but benefits there over the long term. I mean, depending on the individual, if you were really adverse to treatment anyway, then that's going to be a problem for you, regardless of the, the treatment modality that you get sent to, or even if you had a choice and you, you thought it was all nonsense or you, st- or you believe that you didn't have a problem at all, um, then I, I don't know if that would have as much of an effect. But for the people who realize, and, and I mean, many people realize by that point that they have a problem. I mean, I sure did. I would have liked to have some kind of options. I mean, we're seeing that with uh, religious background where um, the, the nurse, uh, Byron Wood, I think his name is, we won the case against Interior Health because he was sent to a treatment program that he, he's a, an atheist and he was sent to a treatment program that was all AA and NA based, which the court concluded was, uh, you know, a, a Christian modality. Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's one thing I think that we are seeing, at least with the physicians that, uh, that I've seen lately, in that they're, they're, they're offering the, the, the choice, but that choice is not really there when you go to treatment, right? No. Like, uh, it's heavily, it's still heavily AA. And uh, I mean, if you were, I mean, I'm not an atheist, I consider myself agnostic. So it's not as appalling to me. I, you know, I, I still have problems with it for other reasons, but if that was, I mean, if you're an atheist, basically, I, I don't know that it's tenable. They have, I guess they have AA for atheists, right? They do. They do. And it still requires um, a, an amount of buy-in though. And it, it, right. it, it, it requires a, a, you know, an acceptance and, and they, I think they change it by calling it, you know, the universe and calling it you know, mother earth or whatever, the, the accepting of the higher power, but there still has to be an amount of, of buy-in there. And I, I would imagine that it is still a hurdle for some people who are put into that program without an, without an option. Yeah. The thing that made me think of was, was the intake process would be so different. The intake process for, for those of us who have gone through it occurs when it's already established where you're going and what the, what the program is. And those programs do an intake which fine, but the intake doesn't include any choice. So you're, the way you answer the intake questions doesn't really affect, I don't think, too much of how you go through that program. <laughs> no, it so doesn't it, seem to. It could really be a, 
this could be perceived as a threat to the powers that be in that some of these uh, programs and facilities that have the, the, the vast monopoly on the market for, for healthcare professionals would potentially be threatened. Oh, they absolutely would be threatened. I could think of a few who would uh, oppose that immediately, yeah. not just on a financial basis, but also you are asking more of the physician. I you mean, are. some physicians, it, it is literally, uh, it, it appears to me from what I've seen, and that's uh, admittedly a limited, uh, you know, I've, I've only got access to so many IMEs. But I do see some physicians, it appears that they're just rubber stamping. I, I see no difference. There could be a vast difference between the symptoms that a person has when they arrive, but there is no difference in the diagnosis. So, yep. and if the diagnosis always means the same treatment, then you've got to think that's a pretty easy uh, layup kind of a day for a healthcare totally. professional. Right? Totally. The other thing, like we've seen what a benefit it can be to parents, right? Like yourself. I mean, you had the option of, of not leaving and being flown across the country to somewhere you've never been to attend a treatment center that is no better than anything that we've got here or yeah. maybe even worse, yeah. know, depending. And you've, you've done well with that, right? And your physician was gracious enough to allow that to happen, but that's not yeah. always the case. No, it's not. It's not. So that is a big factor. I think that should be a, I mean, if you're, if you have, you know, if you've got any kind of a family really where you're, you're being taken away from a support network, are you not? Yeah. I mean, not only do you have like you as a father, you've obviously got, uh, you're going to be worried about your kid the whole time. We've got people um, in Obsidian who their, their kids are in trouble. Like they've literally, they're going through life uh, changing or, or really difficult things at school and they're over there in treatment trying to, and you know, they're going to be told, hey, well, just focus on you. The best thing you can do is focus on you. Well, I don't know. I'm not a parent, but I would have to think that it'd be very difficult to be hundred percent focused on yourself. If you've got a 15 year old, who's getting in trouble with either you know, whatever it may be, that would be on your mind. Would it not? Yeah, it would have, it would have been all consuming for me. For right. sure, without question, and I just I, I I whether we call it a disease model addiction or we call it uh, a, a choice, it's it is a it is a grasping at power for the person who's who's in it. It it is what we can control, right? Yeah, and to me, this notion that you have to strip someone of all of their control and take over that for them and and not provide them with the ability to have some agency and the ability to choose the direction of what their recovery looks like. That doesn't make any sense to me. No. And it's not, I mean, I don't, I hate to pick on AA. Uh, I, I know people who've used the program and I'm not opposed to it in, in the aspect of uh, it as uh, just one route to get through. I do have some issues with the way it's set up, but I think that this taking away of one's agency is kind of a, that's a relic of that system. Is it not like where it is, we, we just assume that you are powerless right off the bat. It, it, it harkens back to the days of like institutionalization of people with psychiatric illness. Right. Like it's, it's, it's that dated in my mind. Yeah. 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 I would agree with that. And that is a real problem. But what else 
could you be offered at that point? I mean, there should be a lot of people don't realize that they can change uh, IME physicians even. No, they don't. Right. And every college should offer that because look, I mean, it could be, who knows what your history is. And maybe you've had, if you're a healthcare professional and you're, you're going to see a doctor that's in your, your district, you might've, you might already have a history with that doctor. That's not yeah. really right. Is it? I mean, there should be a, it should be an objective start. It should. And, and if you're not, you know, if, if for whatever reason, you're not syncing up personality wise, I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect, but if it's not working, you should have an option there too. Yeah, absolutely. The other problem, I guess, is is the abstinence right away, right? Taking away uh, the ability to do some kind of an opiate uh, substitute option or there being a mixed message where you're told that you're going to have to be abstinent and then you go to treatment and they try to put you on something like Suboxone or Methadone. Yeah. I mean, that's very strange. I think they've, they've got to clear that up. Yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a great, that's a great what if. And I would say that if you were to offer more agency or ability to control your treatment, I, I think they would give you a much better start. I do too. I do too. Yeah. 